0: Welcome to Motherhood, new mother trucker. Buckle up.
1: Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Nice long weekend. Coming to an end here. But yeah, it's been nice. Um, I saw that you went to Superior Farms today. If we did, yeah. One. Was... That's so yeah, funny. We went. Pretty, um, pretty busy weekend, really. <laughs> yeah,
0: we went in the afternoon. It was like barely anyone there. Today?
1: Yeah, it was funny. I oh, was like, I saw that you went. I'm like, it. oh my god,
0: we're just gonna go in a couple hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, we probably just missed you because we went like twelve, like noonish. Okay, yeah, we were there like twelve to sorry two thirty. Yeah, um, I was expecting it to be busy, but it was actually pretty me quiet. Too. It was kind of nice though. Yeah, and it, I think probably because it was a bit of a not nice day. It wasn't as busy, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so first of all, thank you so much for joining on um, the episode today. Um, let's do like a brief kind of like introduction about who you are and um, yeah. Sounds good.
1: Thanks for having me on today. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just want me to tell tell you about myself then. Yes. <laughs> Please. Okay. Yeah, I've, sounds uh, good.
0: Yeah, I was like last, the first season, I didn't do any intros. And I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna do that for this season. So
1: yeah, nice little way to start start things off. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So my name is Raya. A lot of people read my name is Rhea. So people probably think my name's Rhea, but it's Raya. <laughs> um, I um, have my business name on Instagram is well within coaching. So I I'm an online fitness and nutrition coach. Um, I specialize in mostly postpartum fitness. Um, I have a six and a half month old myself. Um, and when I was pregnant with her, I did my training to specialize in prenatal and postpartum training. So I've before that was for two years training, just kind of generally for mostly women. And then now kind of honing in on that postpartum um, timing for women before all of that. I was also a nurse. So before my daughter, I was working as a nurse, uh, part-time I was working in my coaching business part-time. And then I was also coaching at orange theory in town part-time. Um, but now full-time online coaching is my thing. So yeah, that's kind of wow. the, the gist of me. <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Wow. Um, how, so I'm assuming when you were pregnant, Yes. Were you working all three jobs or were you kind I of like, like, okay,
1: wow? Yeah, and I, then... was, I was doing all three and it was crazy. And it was, I also like when I was coaching at Orange Theory, I was waking up at 4 a.m. to go to work. So I would oh start work at 4 30. <laughs> yeah. Ew. It was awful. I, I was like the only coach that would do the morning classes. um So I did all of them. So all week, I was starting my job at like 4, I would get there at 4 30, to start coaching at five. And then I would go nurse all day after that. So it was it was long days. I did go on my maternity leave a bit earlier because I literally just couldn't do that any longer. It's like hard to still find that like work life balance, especially with a baby. Yeah, totally. Um, But working from home kind of almost makes that worse.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's hard though, right? Because it's like okay, I need to find time to work on my home. But then it's like, okay, my baby needs this. My baby needs that. My baby mm-hmm. is like, you know, like that would be difficult too.
1: Yeah, it's definitely hard to find that balance when yeah. it kind of all blends in together.
0: Yeah, but what a great opportunity though that you can have your online business and be able to treat um, or work from home little one because... Yeah, it's it's hard to kind of go back to
1: work, you know, when
0: it's like my yeah. baby's still so young and it's hard.
1: I think what like what you said to about like you love your job and going to your job, you enjoy it and you love it. I think that makes a big difference <laughs> for me right now. Like my business is that like I love doing it. I've actually yeah. said like I might go back into on into in-person coaching because um, cool. I do really enjoy that, too. Like that never really felt like a job to me. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, after this, I'll go to work. But it's like, well, I'm actually at work right now. But yeah. that didn't really feel like work. And then it was like, okay, now I go to my nursing job and that's work. You physically,
0: biologically change into a different person when you're a mom. Mm-hmm. And maybe what you loved nine months ago, you're like, fuck this now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you change so much and you kind of know what your
1: priorities are. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, like,
0: totally. you have... I don't know, I have no more room for BS in my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just don't have the time, simply. I just don't have the time for that.
0: No. <laughs> um, but, like, too, I remember when I went back to work, my little one, oh, was, he was four months old. and oh, mind you, I, But I only went back one day a week, yeah. and it was only for three hours, which was so minimal.
1: But mm-hmm. it was
0: at a point where I was still breastfeeding, Quite frequently, and my Mm -hmm. poor husband would have to rush my baby to my office, and I would have to feed him between patients. And I don't know. I think at that time, I was like, I physically need adult interactions,
1: Mm -hmm. that I really
0: pushed myself hard to go back to work. But reflecting on that now, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking?
1: Yeah, that's pretty early. I I couldn't imagine going back at four months. Like even a year seems so early. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But just like I think totally especially now like week.
1: Week. Yeah, one day a week. One like now but too, still. it's so hard to even get childcare. So Yeah. Like, like what trying are to get you... into child care and yeah. then the price of child care. It's like yep. your paycheck that you're making to go back to work. Most of it is just gonna go to paying someone to take care of your kid while you're there. Which is I think for me why it's so like if I love it enough to justify that. Yeah, but like I did, ju- I just don't love it enough to justify s- using that money to then pay someone else to be with her all day. You know? Definitely. Yeah, it's a hard it's a trade-off.
0: Yeah, it's that trade-off. Like I'm very lucky to have family in town, and like my mother-in-law mm-hmm. is reti- is nice. able to watch him when the days that like I work and Ethan works. Yeah, uh, but it's only a couple times a month because I like work one day on one day off for three days a week and then my husband's like four on four off
1: oh nice so if
0: you line it up in a calendar we only really need her like three times a month
1: nice that's really minimal
0: which is nice like i'm very lucky and i feel very truly blessed to have that opportunity to have that workout uh... i like you would have to have your baby would be in utero for you to put your child on a wait list for daycare
1: yeah i've got quite a few friends who are like ready to go back to work now and they just couldn't find any any childcare for like that kind of one age or one and a half age it's just an, a tough age to get in anywhere right now yeah i think all ages really are but yeah so that's why retired hard. grandparents are the best i wish i had some <laughs> <Yes>. of those <laughs> See, and this is
0: where it's like i feel bad talking about it because i know not everyone has the same opportunity as me um yeah but i am truly grateful
1: no it's really, really it's really yeah. nice to have yeah yeah and nice for the like nice for your kids too to spend that time with their grandparents like I know growing up I spent so much time like my grandparents at the time were retired they were quite a bit older so I was with them every day I'd get off school and I'd go yeah. to their house and it's yeah. nice to kind of have that close relationship too so that your kids will be able to yeah. have that yeah that's awesome um I
0: know you originally reached out like months ago about being on the podcast Um, and I wanted to ask like, what made you kind of want to reach out
1: Um, yeah I I mean a big part of it for me is I just I'm trying to get better at like networking and Mm -hmm. getting my name out there Um, like with trying to grow my business to be able to stay home with my daughter I want to just have that opportunity to talk to more people and kind of have more people know about me and what I do and I'm not very good at that, <laughs> so it's definitely something I need to get better at, is um, not being so introverted. I know, like, when you work from home and everything's online now, it's hard to really get out there and talk to people, so I figured it'd be a, a good opportunity. For sure. Um,
0: and then you were always kind of focused into, like, a postpartum, um, kind of, like, recovery or, like, I guess, like, working out and having that routine and, um, yeah, like,
1: postpartum personal training um actually like I just kind of started venturing into that when I was like trying to get pregnant is when I started looking into like the prenatal and the postpartum Mm -hmm. aspect of training so before that like I started my business two years ago Um, I started it with a partner at the time and we were just doing like general fitness mostly for women we did have a few male clients um but it was nothing like nothing like niched like I'm doing now Mm -hmm. So it was just general nutrition and fitness programs. And then when I got pregnant, I was like, okay, I need to learn more. Or when I was trying to get pregnant, I was like, okay, I need to learn more about training during pregnancy and postpartum because that's something that I'm going to need personally, personally. And then at the time, I actually had quite a few clients who were postpartum, not like immediately postpartum, but that kind of one year postpartum or still like within the time frame where they were trying to regain that core strength and Mm -hmm. they hadn't really exercised much since their pregnancy. So I was like, okay, well, I already have these clients who need this knowledge and need this extra help in this area. And I need it myself. So I kind of looked into different options um, and took a few different courses um, that are like specifically certifying for postpartum specialty, um, as well as pregnancy specialty. So did that at the very start of my pregnancy. So I was able to be my own guinea pig there and kind of practice everything on my own. And then I kind of rebranded my business. So in November of last year, um, I took the business on by myself. So it's now just me coaching, um, just me as the sole owner of the business. And at that time, I decided that that's when I was going to do my rebrand and make everything based on like specifically women's health and postpartum health. So that as of, I think, January is when I, yeah, I think last month or the December or January is when I kind of rebranded in that sense. Um, and now I think I have two clients that aren't postpartum and the rest of my clients are within that kind of, they started with me anywhere between like three months to a year postpartum.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Good for you.
1: Yeah. So, so kind of have... based on my own life is how I yeah. was like, okay, here's what I want to change into. So a little bit have, of benefit to me and to everyone.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> and like you've been through it and you know what to do and kind of expect and like you experienced it yourself and. Totally. Um, I think
1: too, a big like the whole experience of myself thing is like, sure, I had all like these moms that I was coaching before and i'm like well yeah. just do your workout like just just plan it into your day do your workout but now i'm like okay, i know right not that easy like <laughs> no okay just do your workout yeah and then like midway someone through told- your baby wakes yeah. up like yeah. someone
0: told me they're like don't use your child as an excuse i'm like
1: oh my easy God. to say,
0: <laughs> that's definitely right um yeah and it's great too because like i would imagine like Years ago, and maybe still, but now there's still that kind of pushback to kind of like for women to gain back your body, lose your baby fat, mm-hmm. bounce back culture. That bounce back culture, and it's oh. really toxic. Oh my
1: it's like God. all like I feel like it's so bad on like Instagram too. Like you see these like influencers who had a baby ten minutes ago and have abs. Like how? like
0: how, how, how do you have that? <laughs> and like too, especially if you um, like chose to breastfeed your child you Mm -hmm. have to actually have more calories in your diet in order to
1: breastfeed totally i feel like there, like with that there's this weird thing and i thought it myself too like i remember always being like oh yeah you lose fat when you breastfeed because it's just like it's just what happens like there's this like thought out there that people just say that like oh breastfeeding makes you lose weight like no because you have to eat more to breastfeed Mm -hmm. and then your hormones are all different so it's making Mm -hmm. it harder for you to lose the fat because your body Mm -hmm. needs that fat, like, it's just, it's so not what you thought, like, you hear what you hear before you ever experience it, so, definitely. I honestly, like, um, I'm at a
0: weight now where I was definitely, I'm at a weight now that pre-pregnancy that I never thought I would be at this weight, like, I'm, I weigh less now than I started Mm pre-pregnancy, but I don't, I don't look it, because Mm -hmm. I Maybe I didn't have enough calories in my diet and I'm still breastfeeding my little one. He's like 15 months now. Mm-hmm. But like, just to try to like feed yourself like nutritious food all day, every day, and have more in your diet, it's like really difficult to do, especially mm-hmm. now he's like running around, climbing stuff. And I'm like, have a bite of toast, run around, eat another yeah, bite of toast, and run. <laughs>
1: And, just and like, it's not like you have like nap times now either at that age to be like, Oh, I'll just make my meal any naps because yeah, like that's probably not has, really happening. He has one
0: nap yeah. now. And at that time, like I'm to be honest, I am actually fourteen weeks pregnant now.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, congratulations. Thank you. That's so and exciting.
0: Thank you. And I'm so physically tired that I actually oh, nap yeah. now when he never
1: yeah first trimester brutal oh
0: my god
1: i'm so tired
0: yeah so tired all the time and i think that's the biggest thing i'm struggling with but anyways the when i would step on the scale i'm like okay i'm it says i'm losing weight but i don't mm-hmm. look it i don't feel it like you know what mm-hmm. but yeah so anyways back to this like bounce back culture it's like yeah it's frustrating one, some women are just like I got my body back right away because I did X, Y, and Z during my pregnancy, and
1: mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard. One, well, so two, two things here. So first thing with you, like saying about your body, how like your weights back to what it was, but it's not feeling the same or looking the same. That's probably like a body composition thing, right? Where mm-hmm. maybe during that postpartum time, like you were losing fat, which your body's naturally going to do if it's put on some throughout your pregnancy. Um, But then you're maybe not maintaining your muscle mass or not building any more muscle, right? Whereas before that, you might have had that more muscle mass, less fat, but still been the same weight. Mm -hmm. So that definitely makes a big difference is like the fat to muscle difference. Yeah. And I feel like that's a big problem postpartum is that people with that bounce back culture is it's straight to like, okay, I want to lose weight. So yes. what are they doing to lose weight? Is they're like doing cardio and not eating enough. So mm-hmm. now maybe their weights dropping, but they're losing muscle mass or they're not building any muscle mass, which postpartum that should be like our main in my opinion, postpartum building regaining and building strength is like key. Yeah. Like we want especially when we're about to be able to have like carry around a baby all the time, they get friggin' yeah. heavy. We're, we're like already in every like, oh, week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we're not <laughs> And then you see these women, like, lifting their five-pound dumbbells, but then, like, turning around and lifting their 20-pound baby. Like, you could be lifting more than your five-pound dumbbells if you're lifting a 20-pound baby. But it's because all that focus is just on, like, losing the weight, right? Yeah. And then, like you said, with food, like, you're not eating enough, so now you're tired, and now maybe your milk supply is going to be affected, like, all these things because you're so focused on losing the weight. Mm -hmm. Where if you maybe just focused on eating that nutritious food, eating enough food, which it totally can be difficult, like you said, like when you're busy and trying to get that in. I actually surprisingly find that most of my clients have a hard time eating more food. Like at least 50% are like, whoa, this is hard to eat enough. Yeah. So that's definitely difficult. And especially when you have a kid and you have a baby that you're trying to take care of all the time. So meal prep, super key, having those Mm -hmm. like easy easy to grab foods. I'm really big on smoothies. Like I probably have one smoothie a day just because it's something I can really quickly whip up and just drink. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when you're trying to get those calories in, definitely nice, but yeah, just, it's so like backwards what people do versus what is healthy for them because everyone's yeah. just so we're well, not everyone, but lots of people are just so focused on that, like getting back to where you were. Which uh, it's frustrating, but it's so so common, and kind yeah, of what you said before too about like you're a totally different person now. So why are you trying to get that same body? I know because like physically you want to be able to
0: get back to where you were, right? Like maybe not one hundred percent,
1: maybe like. But that's a, a lot yeah, of the time. It's yeah. like, gonna get my pre-baby body back. It's like your body's a supposed to change. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Like everything about you has changed. It's okay if your body has changed too. Yeah. And I just like when you do f- take the focus away from the weight loss and the dieting and you focus more on that strength building and those healthy habits, the weight loss is going to come with that. Yes. Yeah. Like it's, it's all going to come together, but you're going to have all the benefits and then that weight loss is going to be a nice little side effect.
0: Yeah. It's going to help back with your metabolism and like your muscles are going to start burning more. and
1: mm-hmm. All while having the energy, having the strength, having that yeah. milk supply you're not mm-hmm. like putting anything at risk and like, it might be slower like you might not lose all the way right away but you're going to see that body composition change too which is going to even if your weight's not changing as much it's going to make you feel and look different still so if you're building you that muscle
0: coach postpartum versus like non-postpartum what is mm-hmm. like a big difference that you see in training
1: Um, So it kind of depends when you're starting with me. So most, most of my clients right now that I've had postpartum, like they, this is their first thing they've done postpartum. So they haven't like had any training. They haven't done any like exercise in the gym, any training since they had their baby. So whether that's like three months postpartum, six months postpartum, a year postpartum, this is kind of the first thing they're doing a lot of the time. So a big emphasis is going to be a on core strength. So, um, like programming that core strength into their workouts where they're starting their workout with like, um, that kind of mind muscle connection. So they're going to have some abdominal breathing and some like kind of range of motion core moves. So I'm not getting like, there's no sit-ups involved, nothing like that. No like bicycle Mm -hmm. crunches, but more just some mobility moves that are going to be really engaging that core so that you're really mindful of it. So now when you get into your workouts, you're already thinking about stri- like using that strong core and engaging everything there. So core strength, definitely a big part of a postpartum program. And then just the like progression is going to start lower. So after having a baby, like it's 1,000% normal for your strength to be a lot lower than it was, your endurance to be a lot lower than it was. So really starting small and then building up over my programs are – Uh, What are they now? 16 weeks? No. Yeah, I can't even remember. (laughs) Four months, (laughs) whatever that is. So um, really like progressively building over that four months. So we're not going all in. Like I'm not having someone like in the gym five times a week, lifting really heavy right away. Mm -hmm. Most of my, another thing that's pretty specific to postpartum is a lot of them are working out from home. So a lot of their programs are built around like just having a couple sets of dumbbells at home. So they're in maybe three days a week using their lighter dumbbells, and then we're slowly, gradually building up. And then it's pretty much always focused on increasing strength.
0: Mm -hmm. I like to know, because now I'm pregnant again, and Mm -hmm. knowing what I know what I want the first time, I'm like, okay, what do I want to do differently the second time? And... Mm -hmm. I have put my name down on a wait list to see a pelvic floor physio. Yes,
1: yeah, so good. Six weeks after. Amazing. My due date. Okay, but and you should even see them before. Yes, see she's them just going. Pregnant. Pregnant.
0: Yes, she's no, she's like taking patients in the fall. Like she is so back
1: to. Okay. Bed. Oh, goodness. Who, where are you? Or I maybe I won't ask, but <laughs> is it yeah. it's somewhere in town, obviously? Yes.
0: Um, yeah, you're right, you should see, but like with your clients, do they like do you tend to see people? I don't know,
1: like I guess having more of that, more like healthcare professionals that they're mm-hmm. seeing for their health. Yeah, like... quite usually, when I like on my intake form, I ask, like, when someone's applying to do coaching with me, I ask if and their postpartum, I ask if they are seeing a pelvic floor physio. Mm -hmm. So that's like one of the first things I ask because I do want to make sure that they've been checked for like any type of pelvic floor dysfunction, any diastasis recti. So that kind of abdominal separation, I want to make sure that they've had someone physically assess for these things before starting a program. Because obviously with being on like online coaching, I'm not there to see these things. I'm not there to check for abdominal separation. And I also don't even have the training to properly be doing that. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I want um, my clients to have already separate from their program is they're seeing a pelvic floor therapist or they've at least had their doctor checking for these things Um, so that's definitely something that I always want to begin with with anyone postpartum and then I do quite often too like if I see because my I have my clients do photo check-ins and I also have them do their check-in forms where they're telling me like how things are feeling um, so on those photos and in those forms I can see if there's anything that isn't seeming right to me so if I see like for example I had a client not too long ago who I could see in their hips that there was like an imbalance that one kind of side was higher and one side was lower than the other and that's something that I'm like okay you already see a physiotherapist have you talked about this with your physiotherapist so I do very often like make sure that if anyone's having things that I'm noticing that I'm checking in making sure they're seeing a physio or something like that to look at those things Mm-hmm. So definitely most, I'd say most of my clients are already seeing a pelvic floor physio postpartum. That's awesome. But if I they're not, wish... always recommend it.
0: Totally. <laughs> so I, good. I wish, I don't know, I guess my first pregnancy, I don't know, someone told me, I just see if pl- like a pelvic floor physiotherapist or mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that I'm going to do the second time this around. Time. So, your last
1: pregnancy, you didn't see any pelvic floor physios? No. Not before or after birth?
0: No. And like now being um I I don't know, my son like I said he's 15 months old. Like I'm starting to see like I've counselors, I've started to see like other mm-hmm. healthcare professionals, like I never thought I would do that when I was pregnant the first time around. Mm-hmm. like seeing all these like uh, like a team of healthcare professionals but so really I really quite enjoy it, it it's, so yeah, it's too bad
1: that's not something that's like just given to us to do like like you have your baby and then they book your baby their vaccinations they should be booking you a pelvic floor physiotherapist appointment
0: 100% and like I don't know if you knew and like a like,
1: counselor appointment yes
0: okay so I remember public health you fill out their stinky little form.
1: their little checklist yeah and
0: I remember on their form, they're like, are you sad? Or like, equivalents are trying to look for postpartum depression. Yeah. It's like something that and I like marked down that I was like pretty low on it. Like, I was sad often or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all not to ding on public health nurses or whatever. Yeah. They were like, please follow up with your doctor. I'm like, yeah, like, that's, okay. that's enough. I'm like, do you guys have pamphlets about, like, people I can reach out to or just, like, a counselor that's, like, available? Yeah, like, anyone or, like, you can refer to? Like, refer to. And just, like, and, like, what you said before, like, when you leave the hospital and you get your pamphlet about safe sleeping, baby blues, or, like, whatever, it should be, like, recommended public health or physio, mm-hmm. um, a health check for mom counseling mm-hmm. and all these things because when we were pregnant there we was such a big focus about mom and soon as baby's here it's like fuck the mom how's the baby yeah, doing?
1: yeah totally there's like nothing for us i <laughs> need like yeah even at like at public health it's just all about the baby and like how much the baby weighs <laughs> like okay <laughs> great <laughs> thank you for telling yeah. me my baby doesn't weigh enough like anything else <laughs> know, or just like, oh, they might
0: have a flat head. I'm like, thank you for putting that anxiety into my head now.
1: As if I wasn't already stressed enough. <laughs> I know, just please add um, to my mom guilt. Yeah, no doubt. Like, I swear I don't leave them on their back all the time. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really, some, like, you'd think that they would have just, like, a counselor that works at public health. That's just, like, there. Totally. They're like, like they have someone so that great. they're like, let, let me bring you over to them. Because, like, I'm sure that they get moms in there that are, like, newly postpartum that could immediately be like use someone to talk to Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it would be very nice but mm-hmm. there's just there's just and like all these things are not covered too like all these things like you mm-hmm. want to go see a pelvic floor physio you want to go see a counselor like great i it's hope expensive. you have benefits i hope you have yeah. benefits yeah like all your baby stuff's covered but if you want help you better your your husband better be at work somewhere that has benefits yeah because so yeah. you're not working so yeah
0: and like, uh, yeah, to add to that list too, like, yes, pelvic floor physio, too. I just guess, I guess, just like any form of healthcare professional that will be with your rehab mm-hmm. into getting stronger or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah,
1: totally. I, like, well, yeah, like yeah, like, even, even training postpartum, like, that should be something that's recommended, but it's not like postpartum exercise is not recommended by anyone. No, no I've never heard my doctor to... be like, Are you yeah. exercising? Even like I had a C
0: section and I was told mm-hmm. by a nurse to sit on the couch for
1: six weeks. I'm oh like, no like, I know that's not okay. Anyway, there like, is the no way that's in. recommended. I had a yeah. C section too. There is no way that's recommended. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, sit on the couch oh my for God. six weeks. I would say that's surgeon. Like, yes, it's a slower
1: recovery, but you should not yeah. be sitting on the couch for six weeks. Totally. That's yeah. Insane.
0: So, yeah, I like said that to the oh. surgeon. I'm like, this nurse told me this. She's like, that's a lie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, that is a very uneducated thing to say. Yeah, for a postpartum nurse to be saying that's frightening. Yeah, because like, how many people have you said that to that haven't questioned it? 100%? Well, yeah, nurse told me to sit. So I'm just gonna sit. And now any core strength that I've already been losing, I'm gonna lose any even more.
0: Yeah. And the only reason why I question it is because I work in the healthcare field. And I'm like, I know, this is not true.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you like you have like an educated Knowledge behind it that, like, this can't be right, but other people might not. I know, and they amazing. might just yeah. take that at face value and sit on the couch for six weeks and do so much damage yeah. to their, yeah, which, like, meant like physical but also mental health. Sitting on the couch for six weeks with a new baby is not that's just, I can't imagine. No, and like,
0: it's just to even reflect on my postpartum days like, my baby was born in November, and being in the winter months, in the winter, mm-hmm. and being at home. And not physically able to do anything, or Mm -hmm. go out of the house, or drive yourself, or literally be independent. That was difficult.
1: Yeah, so hard. I couldn't imagine the winter. Like my daughter was born in the very beginning of August, so we actually did a lot, like in those first postpartum days. And yeah, I like I said, I also had a C-section, and my whole pregnancy, like even before I got pregnant, a C-section was my worst fear me too and i like so many times i was like there's no way i'm gonna have a c-section there's no way like it just it's not gonna happen and i think i like stressed about it so much that i like manifested it into existence that it happened oh my god um my story too like uh, and then i feel but then in the end i'm like the recovery i mean it's like a pick your heart situation like either way it's hard so i don't know yeah like You can only do so much, and even like exercising during pregnancy. One of the benefits is supposed to be that it can like reduce your risk for a C section. (laughs) I I exercised my whole pregnancy. I still had a C section. So you can do everything you want to do. Yeah, but it's what's going to happen is going to happen. It is, yeah. Especially if it's an emergency, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, my mine was what they call a stat C section, so not even an emergency. Like the one up from that, so it was like. They're like you need this to happen now. So like as they said it they're already like prepping me on the stretcher rolling me into the OR. Oh my god. I just like there chills. was no like think about it and sign a form like that wasn't a thing. It was like get in position right now. We're
0: going. Oh my god. So and it is yeah. like really heartbreaking too when women say to you or other people like you took the easy way out for oh, session. Yeah. or just like how easy like no pain or blah blah blah. I'm like no
1: it's not easy like not like the the healing of it the recovery of it but then also like the mental like moment of it happening and like when like for us when we this has been our biggest fear and we really didn't want it and all of a sudden it's coming true and you have no time to think about it like yeah oh yeah it was a lot yeah Yeah. (laughs) but i do i I mean looking back now i'm like i honestly think if i were going like i don't know if i'm gonna have a second baby but if i am I kind of mm. think I might just do an elective C-section because now I'm like I know I know what it's like. Me I too, know the recovery. That I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did really miss
0: though is having him on my chest right away. Hmm. Um. I'm like I really would like that with the second kid, but yeah. I, I change or like the f- unknown is really like stressful for me. Um. So mm. like if I knew. I know I'm going to have another c-section I feel like I would feel better going into labor or into the delivery part I don't know but I anyways I don't don't know the doctor even said to me that we have to do like a c-section stress test before I have a delivery to see if I'm even able to have a vaginal birth so I don't even know what is going to happen yeah Yeah. because I've never even heard of that c-section stress test so when you have a c-section if you're going to have a second child and you wanna try vaginally the second time. Yeah. It has to be an, a grace period of eighteen months.
1: Yeah, that eighteen. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you're closer than that right now. I, I Or you usually, won't be when you when you deliver.
0: They'll be like twenty one months apart. Yeah. Okay. So close, but I surpassed mm-hmm. the eighteen month mark. The eighteen, yeah. But I don't know, who knows? But it like I think with what we said in our conversation there definitely needs to be more of a like a wellness thing for moms mm-hmm. post yeah and postpartum post delivery like what can you do to help your mental health to help physically mentally by like everything
1: Hmm. yeah like that little folder we get with all the stuff for baby there should be one for us <laughs> yeah.
0: like here's the things
1: you should do and it should be here's more like recommended
0: like, physios, or like mm-hmm. acupuncture or counseling counselors massage, kairos, like mm-hmm. a team of healthcare professionals that actually focus in postpartum, you know, and yeah,
1: yeah, that it's just given to you in a list that you don't have to go and like find it all yourself,
0: yeah, or expect if that you, you don't have think- to do anything, yeah not know even I mean? know
1: that those things exist, yeah, like I'm tired of sneezing
0: and then peeing a
1: little. <laughs> Okay, which I always, like, so many people are like, that is normal. That just happens when you're pregnant. And then I went to my pelvic floor physio when I was pregnant, and I was like, yeah, that happens. And she's like, that's not normal. I'm like, what do you mean that's not normal? Everyone's told me that that's normal. So I learned that day that that was not normal. And yeah. this, this might be TMI, but, like, she did the whole, you know, they do the pelvic exam and everything mm-hmm. when you go for your first appointment. And then she got me to, like, fake cough. And it was like, okay, yeah. So when you fake cough, like everything should be pulling up, but instead it's pushing down. So that's why you pee a little. So just next time you sneeze oh. or cough, purposely like do a little kegel. I there started doing that. I never peed when I sneezed again. That's so good. And to I know. never knew that. Yep. No, that is. It's like simple such as simple nice as her, visit. like one visit it made a huge difference. <laughs> that's awesome. So and I spent my whole life with people just being like, Yeah, that'll happen when you're pregnant. That's just normal. It is not yeah so So if anyone's listening and they pee when they sneeze or cough that's not normal yeah it's common (laughs) but it's not normal yeah right and that's the i think that's like what my physio said she's like yeah it's common but that doesn't mean it's normal like we can we can fix this yes and it's common because no one knows like people don't know that because it's so common that people are like it's just normal yeah
0: i don't know i remember talking to my mom about it she was like what are pelvic floor physios you know like Mm -hmm. it's not a thing yeah like
1: never something that was done back then i think it's like very very newly common maybe because like you said even Mm -hmm. your last pregnancy you didn't even like it wasn't even really something that was spoken about as much
0: no like i like loved my first pregnancy and my doctors were phenomenal and i had a great experience at the hospital and the nurses there besides Mm -hmm. one but whatever (laughs) um there's always one you're right there is always one but it was a very positive experience that's good but going through postpartum and knowing what i know now it's like i wish i knew all these things about pregnancy and postpartum and i should have saw a pelvic floor physio or i should have Mm -hmm. like focused on strength training or i wish i started meal prepping more or like Mm -hmm. all, all those things that would have made my life and wellness better but now you get to do
1: it all for round two. Mm-hmm. Now I know. Make it, a, make it a, an even better experience this time around. Definitely. I know um, I know my family is like, okay, another baby
0: shower. I'm like, no. We are <laughs> doing a nesting party. And rather than oh. gifts, I'm asking my friends and family to bring over a
1: homemade meal to put in the freezer. Yes. yes, yeah, so good. Or like and, or like, or whatever. and diapers. Diapers is a good yeah. one, too. Diapers. But, like, not all newborn size, because then you'll have way too many newborn size diapers.
0: I don't know, and they grow out, out of it pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, I remember I, like, had to give away, like, a whole box of newborn diapers, because she outgrew yeah. them. Like, Man, I need expensive. more, like, size twos. <laughs> <laughs> they're expensive. But, yeah, that's a great idea to do, like, homemade meals to bring over, because, I mean, yeah. you only need so many, like, little outfits that they're probably not going to wear. Yeah. And then <laughs> doing it the second time, like, we already have everything from the first time around. Yeah, if you saved everything. Yeah. The only thing. So then, need yeah, is a you can not that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you don't even need much. No. That's a great idea. I'm yeah. gonna keep that in mind if I yeah. do decide ever, on baby yeah. number two.
0: If you ever decide. Still up in the air, but <laughs> if we decide um, on it, yeah, great idea. Um, it was so great talking to you today, Raya. I said it right, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> it's okay. Some people like. They usually say my name correctly, but if they ever have to try to spell it, not seeing the spelling, it's just, they butcher Mm -hmm. it all the time.
1: Yeah, I feel like if, yeah, read, like, your name, if you see it, it's pretty, just read it how it sounds, like, how it looks, right? Sound it out. Yeah. But I guess mine doesn't really work like that. Mine's (laughs) not really sound-outable. It's spelled really weird. Well, it's a nice name. Uh, yeah it's it's nice when you know how to say it, right? yeah
0: right <laughs> um no, thank you so much again. Um, I really appreciate you expressing interest um into the podcast, and
1: yeah, yeah, thanks for having me on. It's nice to nice to talk to talk to someone about everything and yeah, yeah especially because we had like pretty similar experiences with a lot of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for joining us back with Season 2, Episode 1. You can find our second episode next week on May 9th.